Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. And I am coming live from my parents' house. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? <laughs> <laughs> so I know... Doesn't like, it I, feel so great? <laughs> it does. I, I briefly <laughs> talked about last week um, how me and my wife are in the process of moving. Like, during that two weeks where I was supposed to, like, be relaxing and trying to de-stress and stuff, I added uber amounts of stress to myself, and we decided to sell our house and everything. So this week, what's going on is there are a bunch of strangers going through my house. They're coming in. They're scheduling times on an app, and we can't be there. We got to... We gotta fuck off we got to get out of there so um it's been fine because i've been working late all week anyway but lauren has to like get out and we have to constantly keep cleaning like we have dogs and our house smells like dog some people don't want to walk into a house that smells like dog so we have to febreze and shampoo the carpets and vacuum and some people are allergic yeah Right. And we got to straighten up and then we got to get out of there. And we, it's been now like three days of showings and stuff like that. And we just decided like we're tired of doing like this every day. I don't have to take this abuse much longer. So we decided we're just going to leave our house. We're just going to go to my parents. My parents are down uh, at the shore for the next couple of weeks, for, for, for the next weekend. So we're like, we're just going to live at my parents' house so we don't have to continuously clean. And I, I don't know if anyone else has ever like been through like moving and stuff like that and having like to show your house to other people. It is extremely invasive. Uh, so... I came back last night after the showings and I'm going through like our house and stuff, uh, turning lights back on or, or, you know, just fixing things that people moved. And all of our closet doors were like wide open. I know people want to check out closets. They want to see closet space, but because we had to declutter, our closets are absolutely filled to the brim with Logan's toys and our knickknacks and 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 like our hampers and stuff you don't want to leave your hamper out mm-hmm. so we we put that in there and then for some reason someone rifled through my hats like on the back of my door i have like uh, an eagles hat a phillies oh, hat boy. flyers hat you know a couple breweries uh a work hat you know my old college hat stuff like that it's all on hooks on the back of my door but they were all on the ground and i was like like you and like these are like clamps that clamp to the brill. So like even if you slammed that door as hard as you could, those hats never come off. So that means someone was like literally rifling through my hat. And then I found one hat. Oh, I like this one. Oh, I like yeah, that exactly. one. Ooh, yeah. I found one hat in my daughter's room, and I was like, okay. Oh, that's fucked up. Someone, Unless it, maybe a little kid took it. I don't they, know. Uh, no, no, no. Because you're only allowed to do two showings, right? You're only allowed to have two people for a showing right now due to uh, COVID. So right. that means that it's it's usually only like two adults that are in there with the realtor. So that means that someone wore my hat and like around the house. So I threw that hat away. <laughs> that's, that's just 
It's just so wrong. It's just it's on so many levels. It's I, weird because like we've been going in the houses and we've been looking. Two of the houses we looked at have been empty, and the other house, uh, you know, the other houses had stuff in it. But like I'm not rifling through people's shit. Like yeah, I got to look in the kitchen and stuff like that. Like we we stuffed some stuff in the washer, and I guess someone turned on the washer. I guess just to test to see if it worked. So and it was like kitchen appliances that we put in there. Like like we were told by the realtor, don't leave your blender out don't leave your um don't leave your air fryer out and stuff like that so we were we, we ran out of room to put that stuff i mean of course we're moving because we don't have enough room so we, we put that stuff in the washer and then someone turned the washer on so now all that stuff got wet it, it's not ruined but like they just walked in and turned on the washer and i was like okay like what the fuck <laughs> there's nothing more invasive than having like your your house rifle. I really through. don't blame you. I really don't blame you for just getting rid of that stuff. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, that's 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 what that's why I'm recording from my parents' house. Jay's recording from his parents' house because he can't leave. Oh, what a loser! True. He's practically yeah, I, I, practically a prisoner there. I, I and I and I feel for you because you know it's kind of ironic that we're both going through you know the process of finding places to live right now <laughs> at the same time um it, it's just kind of odd how that is but you know and it's hard it's hard for you and it's i know it's damn well hard for me and i think for me it's just like i'm like slightly i'm i'm in limbo as far as like what i'm looking for and being like slightly too cash broke at the moment to to actually get away with winning an offer because the offers are everything above asking price right now, right. and it's just slightly beyond my reach. The buyer's market sucks. It's great if you're selling, but the buyer's Ooh. market sucks. We yeah. we do have an offer in on a house, and it looks like we're going to get it. So now I'm going to get the runs from the stress because we haven't sold our house yet. So, <laughs> like, and I'm excited because I know that neighborhood quite well. I mean, my 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 mother grew up in that neighborhood, and it's not um, even a mile from my house now. It's so yeah. close. It's it's ridiculous, yeah. but um, it's bigger. And it's what it's what we need. Uh, but yeah, I'm getting the runs from the stress because we haven't. We've this is our third day of showings, and we apparently have two pending offers, but we don't know what they are yet. So until I have that offer, in my mind, I don't have an offer on my house yet. And buying this new house is contingent on selling that old house. So um, we're trying to like thread a needle here, and uh, I feel like I, I, I until it happens. I'm not 100% sure it's going to happen, and I'm shitting a brick. So (laughs) if anyone else has ever been in this situation, I know uh, I had a few patrons because I talked about moving on our last Patreon episode and stuff like that. I had a few patrons reach out and and talk to me about, like, the stresses of moving or the stresses of of just dealing with a – with a pending, uh, you know, newborn coming. So <laughs> cause that is still weighing heavily on me as well. So anyway, uh, w- with all that said, we are going to continue doing kind of like short form episodes this week. we got a top five to do for you guys this week oh, yeah. uh, because, I, I mean, you guys might not know this. The Northeast got hit with a tropical storm. Uh, so on top of selling my house and dealing with, you know, the, the, the pending baby coming and everything like that. My job, we just got classified as a, as a catastrophe claims, which means um, due to weather events or something like that, a group of claims all happens in a single geographical area, and you get more than the average claims in that area due to weather events. So I've been when, when there's a cat when there, when there's a catastrophe, 
I have to work overtime. It's mandatory. So well, it was horrible the other day. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it was. I was actually driving out in that uh, for work, and I literally saw like what looked like a tornado above the trees. It was just literally like like it was a swirl of wind, and it was ripping uh, tree limbs off. I think that was the same one. And they were twirling, and one of them came down right on top of my work car. So I was mm. like, ooh, geez. But uh, so, yeah, uh, I, I've been working late, uh, and I literally got off of work an hour before me and Jay started recording, and we're recording at 9 o'clock at night. So <laughs> it's, it's, oh, no, it, it's no, not more like 9 30, 9 45. Right? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been some shit lately. Uh, but we got this top five for you. Uh, so I got yes. the itch to do a top five when I was with Gerald on Two Peas on a Pod. And we were going to be doing, uh, me, him and I did top five movie props. Uh, that's available over on his Patreon right now. But I, I, he asked me if there's any top fives I wanted to do for him to come on our show. And I, I wanted to do this top five where it's, it's, you know, sometimes movies get the wrong rating. Sometimes a movie is rated, you know, PG 13 when it's subject matter says that it should be R. Uh, so this is going to be our top five movies that should have been rated R. Now, you could take that well, in different ways. Yeah, I was going to say, let's expand on that. <laughs> right. You could take that in different ways. You know, you could say it should have been rated R because it definitely, like, the, the not only the subject matter, but there's blood, there's gore, there's cursing, and for some reason, it's still not rated R. Uh, one of those movies is on is on my list like that. But the other ones is where it it, it feels like it's an R-rated production, but they kind of neutered it. So if, if you're sure. looking for an example, any Terminator sequel <laughs> past Terminator 2 has been PG-13. Have any of them been any good? Would they have been improved if they were rated R? Probably. So mm-hmm. uh, that's... <laughs> exactly. If the story warrants a rated R and they're watering it down to be a PG-13 commercial type film, that could be on your list. <laughs> exactly. So without any further ado, Jay, let's get into our top five movies that should have been rated R. The following movie is rated R. You think you know me. All right, Jay, as always, uh, age before beauty, sir. Um, Mm. God, that is such an old man joke. Jesus. Uh, Terrible, terrible. (laughs) Terrible joke. Um, You're closer to your father. Now you're just doing dad jokes. (laughs) What is your number five movie that should have been rated R? I am actually going to go with Split. How old are you? Nine. So you're not... The guy that took us. No. You're not the lady. What are you, blind? You don't know how they think. No, they don't they don't tell me much. I just ate a hot dog. Could you help us, Hedwig? No, I'm I'm not even supposed to be here. I stole a light from Mr. Dennis, but he'll be back real soon. And I can't steal a life for too long or he'll know and get angry, etc. Okay. I just I, recently watched this on Netflix. Oh, no. Nice. I watched 
I'm sorry. I watched. Oh, you watched Glass, probably. No, I watched Splice on Netflix. Oh, not Splice. Splice. Yeah, where Adrian Brody and like his his wife, they make like yes. a weird genetic hybrid baby thing. Yes. That they yes. both fuck at some point. It's like, oh it's my a, god. That movie was rated R. I wish it never existed. <laughs> It didn't need a rating. It needed to not exist. Uh, yeah. But all right, yeah. split, man. Hence uh, why so. Adrian Brody is nowhere to be seen in movie right. theaters anymore. <laughs> so I mean, what a twist! Let's uh, let's get into this M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. This was like his return to form. This is what uh, it was. It this was. is what got Glass made, pretty much. Oh well, without a doubt. I mean, the Glass is essentially an extension uh, off of this movie, and. You know, this is, you know, kind of follows like these three girls who got kidnapped by some random dude. And apparently he was diagnosed with 23 distinct personalities. And they obviously had to figure out a way to escape from his, you know, his, I don't want to say wrath or, or but it's really just his kidnapping and, and the reasons why he has these girls. And, and of course, one of them is named the beast, like this course. hulking monster, There's supernatural elements involved with it. Mm-hmm. But even still, the premise itself is a, a horrible fucking premise. The story. I mean, this is like as horrible as it gets, um, you know. And with 23 different personalities, this could have gone so many ways. Right. And, and not for nothing. Did, when you're when you're kidnapping yeah. three girls, like... Yeah. It, all right, so where... This could where, be a... This could have been really fucked right. up, or it could have just been a lot more interesting Where's the as rapey far as, personality, right? There was no sure, rapey sure. personality. Uh, yeah. You know, there was no, there, there was no like... Uh, and I know, like, this sounds like I'm sick and sadistic, but, you know, I don't think they amped it up enough to really fear for the girls right right and then and of that's course what, that's what i mean like as far yeah. as like yeah okay they they were scared at times and some more than others um and there was a lot of comical they they, he- they heavily focused on more comedic-esque elements of personalities but like where is you goddamn sure i'm sure there's a personality in there that, that is a straight up fucking degenerate abuser Exactly. Or a rapist or, or something on those lines. And you, you never got a, a lick of that. And, you know, no. I'm not saying I wanted to see that, but I, I thought that this story could have had a lot of interesting uh, layers to it that would have crossed into the R rating realm. Right. Now, that being said, M. Night Shyamalan, his in, like most of his filmography is PG-13 rated movies. He's not known for hard R, you he, know? It's, yeah, it's, and, he, and like this one, he kind of like walks a line. You know, he walks a line. I mean, right. it's, it you plays know, it's, it's a bit of a hard PG-13 of but sorts. when the beast is hulking out and running around and literally slaughtering girls, none of it is seen. It's shown after mm-hmm. the fact, and it's not even all that gruesome. So I'm not yeah. really fearing yeah. the beast all that much because, you know, it, it, it kind of looks like he's going to tickle them until they bleed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, this... I feel like this could had a this had I mean I like this movie a lot. I'm not saying I did disliked it. Oh, I like um, it a lot as well. Yeah, and um, I just think it could have been so much. I don't want to say more, but it could have been. Could have been more. Could have been a lot different. 
and they had endless opportunities to make this a lot more right a little uh, bit more meaty. visceral a little bit more yeah. emotional a little sure. bit uh and, and and that stuff would have brought you in more and it would have made you root for anya taylor joy and the other girls as well if 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 they were overcoming this this triumph um i mean don't get me wrong they still are overcoming you know a a, a big thing but i i think also in our modern society we're we're pretty spoiled by like true crime docs and like all that stuff that gets into the bloody gory details like we're always going to amp it up to match the real life uh, stories that are out there so um i i like this one on your list man i didn't even think of it i'm gonna be honest not like it didn't even come into into my thought process while yeah making that this was list that was one all. of the ones that i was kind of proud that i found um you know, researching it's kind of tricky. This 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 is a, it's an interesting topic. I like our top five, but it's it's a hard one to try to really research and and pick through your own brain as far as what right. movies. Well, kind of like we were talking about before we started recording, for for you, most of the movies you you really gravitate towards are um, rated R, of course. Are, they're, <laughs> I, they're, right, but they are not worried about box office. They are worried about what sure. they want is critical is critical acclaim. So they can rate it whatever they want to rate it because they're not worried about ticket sales. PG-13, you know, it, it, it originally was done because, you know, famously, you know, the uh, I think Indiana Jones was the first one that was rated PG-13 and it was a, as a result of Gremlins or vice versa, one of the two. But, you know, it, it, it became a distinction over PG because of, of just minor steps that were above what the PG rating could handle. So it, it was created, but now what it's done is it's become this, this, this target for studios to put their tent pole blockbusters out because it, it sells more tickets. Mm-hmm. The parents can drop the kids off at the theater when they're when they're thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and they can get in and go see these movies. Whereas if it's if it's a superhero movie, y- you want to get the kids in. But if you make it rated R, then you're, you're going to be cutting out a good portion of your audience. So I I get why it exists. I just wish it existed in the form that it used to in the eighties, where it it was made as a distinction above you know pg for minor adult themes whereas now it's it's more of just like a target to reach and uh mm-hmm. I, th- I think it really hampers storytelling which is why we're doing this list uh but yeah are you ready for my number five yeah man bring it on all right so my number five is drag me to hell This is a film that is directed by Sam Raimi, and it all the Sam Raimi isms are there. If you're a fan of Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness, you know you're, you're a fan of the films that he's made, even the Spider-Man films. All of Sam Raimi's you know stylism is here in Drag Me to Hell, and it's fantastic. I do enjoy this movie. However. It's a Sam Raimi movie. It's a film he made after making three PG-13 Spider-Men, and it's his return to horror 
pretty much since the early 90s. It's his first time returning yep. to the horror genre, and it's PG-13. Yep. And the yep. subject matter is it's it's just not there for it you know it, there's some gross they have out the title mo- for it <laughs> right there's some gross out moments like i i always talk about uh you know the scene that always makes me gag it's it's when the old woman is attacking the girl in the car and her teeth fall out and she's like gumming the girl's chin like she's trying to bite her but she's just slobbering all over her chin and there's this gross like like mucusy just saliva that's like stringy and pulling off of it and it, it uh, oh it just makes me gag like it, it makes that reflex uh, uh i'm the type of person blood piss shit you know all manner of bodily fluids don't gross me out but for some reason mucus snot just that viscous stringy substance really grosses me out but anyway there's not a lot of blood there's not a lot of there's not a lot of gore and coming from sam raimi you know who made evil dead and evil dead 2 which really push the envelope of of what was allowed even for rated r movies you know they had to dial it back in both those movies just to get their r rating for evil dead and evil dead 2 yeah uh, for him to, to to be returning to the genre and put out a pg-13 film it feels neutered watching it i i still enjoy it but it makes was, me think of what a, it could have been a lot of like cgi effects too there were some. They there were some. I wouldn't a say bit. a lot, but there were some. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, you 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 want Sam Raimi to come back and be Sam Raimi, and and he came back, and I don't know. I, maybe he was more like Ivan Raimi. What are we gonna call this guy? Uh, uh Doctor Octopus. That's crap. Uh, uh, Science Squid. Crap. Doctor Strange. That's pretty good, but it's taken. Wait, wait. I got it. Doctor Octopus. Uh, but uh, I like it. Of course you do. Doctor Octopus. New villain in town, Doc Ock. Genius. What, are you looking for a raise? Get out. <laughs> a little bit less, like, maybe a little less like like Sam Raimi. But, uh, you know, we look forward to see what he can do with Doctor Strange and, uh, and, the, multi, and the multiverse of madness I think and that's stuff. a perfect fit. I think it it's is, a perfect it fit. It is. But I, I'm still, to this day, waiting for that Sam Raimi return to horror uh, you know, directed film. I know he's produced a ton, but I'm still waiting for that Sam Raimi return to horror. That's hard R. Sure, sure. And and, and believe me, Drag Me to Hell is um, beloved by a lot of people. It's good. And it's good. It's not great, but it's good. I didn't. I didn't really care for it. I I think I had too much of a high expectation going into it. Uh, you shouldn't because you. I, it was hate, a one and done. You no. You this is true. I know. Too, I agree. So. I, I I agree. And and I'm very particular with the horror type genre so this wasn't really my cup of tea um i saw it in theaters i think and that was it It was a one and done so i could barely remember it it was a while i like ago. to think i've gotten you there though i've gotten you to watch some some good horror films that that you truly have. impressed no, you, you have you so. have all right jay what you got for your number four bud i'm gonna go with world war z i think we're gonna find anything yeah yeah we're gonna find something mother nature is a serial killer no one's better more creative like all serial killers she can't help the urge to want to get caught and what good are all those brilliant crimes if, if no one takes the credit so she leaves crumbs now the hard part why you spend a decade in school is seeing the crumbs for the clues they are sometimes the thing you thought was the most brutal aspect of the virus turns out to be the chink in its armor and she loves disguising her weaknesses as strengths 
such a bitch. So this film, Notorious, horrible production. It had so many different problems going on with it. Mark Forrester directed this. Um, well, we can do it together because it's also my number four. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yes. So World War Z, a zombie yes. movie where, yes. again, it looks like zombies I mean, come are on, tickling zombie pe- movie. It looks sure. like they're tickling people to death. But also, they're- they but they shot them in a very fast and aggressive type of way. No, where I'm cool with it that. That's been, fine. I'm it could have been so much more. And well, apparently there is a unrated cut that has a little bit more gore and uh, intensity and blood. Yeah, or whatever. but it's but still not. It's not the same. Because where are you going to find that movie at? You know, it's there, it, it, there's it's, no. It's going to be hard to find. There's no viscera in it. You know, in in zombie sure. films, you know, a lot of the fear is what happens when they catch you, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's the slow death. You know, uh, being eaten alive. Spilling your intestines. The point is, you are alive when they start to eat you. So, you know, try to show a little respect. The, <laughs> the feeling of the pain of like a bite coming out of you. Like, exactly, you know, exactly. Something I mean, but, like that. But I mean, when, when you have them running fast and they're diving at people and they're taking them down and they're swarming in on people, there's no close up. It just shows them swarming in and their arms yeah. are moving frantically. Yeah. And I always just joke that they're tickling them to death. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and that's the it, way it feels. And, and at the time, that was very different. It was unique. It was not a normal style that we've seen before from genres. No, because um, they move. The they move world, like ants. But, and I like that. It's different. They're 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 a hive mind. They move it's like kind insects. Of pragmatic. It's cool. Yeah, it, it's it's um, a more intelligent type of zombie or an infection or whatever you want to call it. Um, if they had that kind of heightened strength and power and intelligence yeah maybe they would act the way they did but you know you know with coming from mark forrester and i uh, you know i just wanted to see something better right and i think this especially because it's a fucking zombie movie with this kind of scale and this kind of potential intensity with the epidemic with that kind of money behind you, it you you really could have done something special oh yeah and it just it was it's fine i like the movie i just don't love the movie <laughs> no but by all accounts and, it could have been something special at one point yes. but with all the reshoots and stuff and the editing yes. issues and you know even getting the sequel off the ground which now will never oh, be happening it's, it's terrible i know i mean this pandemic has put a kibosh to that for sure yes but yeah i i think if you do see it again i'd be surprised if you see brad pitt starring um, he might even be too old, <laughs> right? But you yeah. never know. Look at Harrison Ford. I mean, he's making another fucking indie movie. Go figure. Well, so. they, they do crash a plane <laughs> in World War Z, so Harrison Ford's on board for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But again, this is one of those weird films that you know it actually ended up finally being a decent movie, but it could have been so much more. And who knows if we're gonna get a sequel. Well, obviously, I agree because it's it's on my list as well. So my number four, your number four, World War Z. All right, Jay, we're right back to you, buddy. What's your number three? All right, I'm going to actually go with Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, look at you. You know the rules, hotness. You got to keep off these bars. And these bars? Yeah, those bars. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you are really in bad shape upstairs, lady. 
gonna come in here and tell me that? I think you're too scared. Come on, I'm bored. I'm bored. Play with me. You put five of my guards in the hospital, honey. No one's gonna play with you. You sleep on the ground. I sleep where I want, when I want, with who I want. <laughs> oh, man, I love you. Alpha One. Hit her. That is just a whole lot of pretty and a whole lot of crazy. All right. I Let's love David. I, I'm I'm a David Ayer fan. I really so am. And, you know, I think this was coming off of Fury, if I'm not mistaken. I can't recall exactly if that's correct or not. But I think Fury was before this, yeah. Okay. And that and is an extremely graphic movie. Yes. And I think... I can't wait. So Bright was after this movie? I think Bright was after Suicide Squad, yes. Okay, okay. And you could see how like Bright, you know, he's trying to return to form of some sorts, but all right, I'm not going to get into that movie. But anyway, Suicide Squad. Yeah, let's not get into the, to, to uh, the mire and bog that is Bright, yes, where it's like yes. you want to love it because it's awesome subject matter, but it's just not that tight of a it's, script. It's <laughs> it's just not good. Yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's just not fun to watch either. Um. And, and the fact that it was like also written by him, and this movie, you could just tell this was not a David Ayer movie. When you come across watching this movie, it's like, what the fuck is this? They hired him, and he just ended up having to be a shooter, essentially. Like You could just tell by the end of the movie, this was not a David Ayer movie whatsoever. No, it was 100% Warner Brothers movie. And it was movie. heavily edited in a horrible fashion. Um, they, they actually took trailer... Uh, editors to edit the fucking movie and it shows it it, it definitely Um, shows this had no teeth no balls no gore it's fucking suicide squad they're fucking villains they should have been cursing up a storm getting lewd getting violent getting more random and unpredictable and you know you could have done so much there should be an awesome script out there in the world somewhere and they come across making this fucking movie i mean this was one of the biggest head scratching disappointments uh in in superhero history i feel right. like especially it, it the sounds last disingenuous decade. to make a movie about villains and make everybody somewhat of a sympathetic nice guy type villain a pg-13 movie really yeah with oh the joker God. in it you know Come i mean at, with, with that version of the joker in it i should say um because there's there's there is another pg-13 batman movie with, with the joker in it two of them actually uh but <laughs> uh we'll, we'll leave that alone for now but <laughs> but yeah man i agree with you um it it didn't quite make my list but uh I, you know i'm there with you all right jay my number three you ready for it this is the sure. th- this is the one-off this is not one that would have been improved by being rated R. This is one that was, at the time, probably wrongfully rated PG. Back in 1975, Steven Spielberg directed you know, what some would say is his greatest film of all time, the, the film that will 100% outlast him and all of us. Mm. It was Jaws. Come on, Chief. This isn't no Boy Scout picnic. See, you got your rubbers. <laughs> Here lies the body of Mary Lee, died at the age of 103. For 15 years, she kept her virginity. Not a bad record for this facility. So Jaws came out in the summer of 1975, and it was rated R. Now, the MPAA have since gone back and re-rated Jaws PG. Which, let's be honest, it is. But when this film came out, this film was rated PG, you know, 
you know, parental guidance suggested, meaning kids could go in without their parents as long as they were over the age see of like See some titties, eight. see some like, sharks, chop off some people, yeah. I mean, I mean if <laughs> you have a high def enough TV, you you see uh, the girl in the beginning, I think her name was Chrissy, you see her swim out, you see Bush. <laughs> like Oh, Bush too. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. Okay. Yeah, if you if you have high if you, if if your if your high definition TV is high def enough, and you just bought the forty fifth anniversary <laughs> in four K, you can see Bush. <laughs> you know, I do believe that that rating it might be a Mer- it might it might be a Merkin though. Who knows? Well, possibly. I think <laughs> legally I mean, it was supposed to. Th- but- like like in, in in the middle of the movie when we first get that shot of the shark as it is eating that guy that's in the pond, who's like, hey. You fellas, you fellas okay over there? And his 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 little dinghy gets capsized. Yeah. We see a severed leg floating to the bottom of of the water uh, of the ocean. And you, you see pieces of bone, chunks of flesh, blood in the water. You know, we see a, a, a like a 12 or 13 year old boy, poor little Alex Kintner. We see blood shooting out of his body <laughs> as the shark is eating him. And then you get to Quint, who is literally talking about swimming with bow legged women. <laughs> and even his song died at the age of 103 for 15 years. She kept her virginity. There's a record for this facility. <laughs> like, <laughs> every uh, like the, just the subject matter of people being eaten alive, the things that are being said, definitely yeah. shits out the ass. Slow ahead. I can go slow ahead. Come on down and chump some of this shit. I mean, it, there's no way if you went back, if if you rated Jaws coming out today, it gets a PG-13 rating. You know, it 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 is an R-rated film, and it should be an R-rated film by today's modern standards so but i do think that because of a lot of kids and you know just the whole market being able to see that movie and not only that it's a fantastic movie. probably made it uh, it made it the hit that it is exactly yeah. exactly and the long lasting effects of it all because of the notoriety you know now I, I'm sure some people will call bullshit on this, be, on this being on my list, which is why I put it on the middle of my list and not at at the top of my list. It's smack dab in the middle because um, it does could have argue, its but I'm not going to argue with you on yeah. that one because I, you know, you get I, it. I, you get I get it. it. <laughs> yeah. I All right, Jack. What what's your number two, man? All right, man. I'm going to go with the Wolverine. What's your name, Mister? <laughs> Logan. That's a poison broadhead, which last I heard was illegal. Go ahead, ask me where I found it. Ask me. Where did you find it? Well, funny you should ask. I pulled it out of the back of a grizzly. Whoever shot it. Didn't have the wind or the balls to track the animal properly and put it out of its misery. People, I don't know what you're talking about. Because I don't dip my arrows on anything. In that case, you got nothing to worry about. bother with them all right man the wolverine yeah so james mangold you, you hired know, james mangold fresh off sure. of 310 to yuma sure 
and he he puts out a PG thirteen movie about a guy with claws that pop out of his hand, and he literally eviscerates people every time he punches them. Yeah, so you know, my brain initially went to Origins because I'm like, okay, the movie should have been rated R because they're doing a you know they were supposed to make a story of the origin of Wolverine. And obviously that would be rated R. But, let's but then I was it, thinking myself, an R like, rating would not improve that movie, period. Well, so, and that is true. That is true. I mean, maybe, it w- well, maybe it would have, but the point no. is, the point Jay is, the and story. Duty, who commented, which we'll, we'll read the comments at the, at the end of the yeah. list. Duty, a rated R X-Men Origins Wolverine would not have improved it. <laughs> period. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. However, however, the point is the way it's made and the story itself this particular wolverine warranted the rated r this was an extension of a one of the darker stories in the wolverine uh, oh, universe 100 percent. i mean and just, just think about that per, bar scene so to some people the best one you know or, right. or top two or three or whatever um just think about that bar Japan. scene where he goes in and he and he and he fights those dudes who poisoned and wrongfully killed that bear you know sure it just you know it it's it, fighting ninjas it feels neutered for packs. him not to for, for me not to see them. right yeah. it feels neutered for me not to see like him slash someone's stomach and guts come falling out yes <laughs> that's that's, yes. that's the wolverine like if you read the comic books there's that marvel has always had um their their max brand of comics which have stepped outside of the comics code back in the day um and they were they're marketed towards adults and wolverine max was always some of my favorite stuff uh you know and some of my favorite wolverine comics are are the frank miller and chris claremont stuff and that stuff walks a fine line between like four kids for younger adults and for adults so yeah i i I do think that you're right this story of wolverine 100 percent warranted it and i almost feel like if we never got logan this would be my number one because i needed a rated r wolverine in my life (laughs) right and i love logan and i think they did a great job with that and you know this one at the time was was you know it's not a bad movie again but the the last twenty minutes kind of suck, and oh yeah, for sure. Oh. And, and and the movie overall was just a, a big disappointment. Where you just you had high, high, high hopes, and it just didn't really deliver. That movie starts off at, at a great place. Um, oh sure, but I mean, as far as like coming off of a, a failure, yeah. wanting to rebound from that, getting James Mangold on board, right? Um, and, and then you get that, you, you know, get that. F- final act you get that, oh, that, that final, final act was brutal yeah, yeah it was so bad but they, um, they they laid such great groundwork where like i was like oh, i'm in I, I i'm loving this movie right up until the end and i was like oh yeah well but then they give you the tease for for days of future past which kind of brings it back up a little bit yeah <laughs> just a little bit what's your number two my number two man i i danced with this a lot because my number one and my number two they they flip-flopped several times before putting it down on paper and finishing this list but i went with so the reason yeah. i went with mortal Kombat needing to be rated r is because when jay and myself were 
you know, little kids. We, yeah. we were we were knee high to a duck. Oh yeah, uh, you know? very impressionable with this. Very one. impressionable. Yep. Yeah. So yep. there was this thing that was going on in our country where Mortal Kombat came out. It, it, it kind of infected pop culture. Like there was the games, there was there was the cartoon. I had the action figures. Parents like, hated it. It was every, and that's <laughs> the thing. Like mothers went against this game, and and oh. and like they went before Congress, and yeah. Congress called for for more stringent game ratings, and that that rating system that was creating back that was created back then in her early nineties still stands to this day as a result of Mortal Kombat and and some other video games, but Mortal Kombat stands out in in that regard. And to this day, I still remember the blood code from for Mortal Kombat on my oh, yeah. Sega Genesis. If you had it on Super Nintendo, you didn't get blood. You got sweat falling off of people lame i had it on i had it on sega genesis i had sega yeah Yeah. and 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 at the beginning when the story is being told and all the writing is is coming up if you hit a b a c a b b you hear scorpion go get over here and your blood code was turned on and when you would fight you would uppercut people blood would spray out and to us then in, in the early 90s that was cool and it oh it, that was huge. huge it wasn't just it wasn't just pixels you know it wasn't like mario brothers this was uh it was you know, fucking the, messy it was the game was made with like screen captures of real people doing these moves and and stuff like that so it felt real to you and then yeah. they go and make the movie and it's PG thirteen, and none of that blood is there. I wish, like every time I watch that movie, even though I still enjoy it, you know, I still like it to this day. Yeah. I wish at the very beginning, just before you know, w- when the Mortal Kombat symbol comes up, I wish I could hit A B A C A B B and turn <laughs> the blood on for that movie, because this is literally a property that changed the way that we consume video games like suddenly there is an m rating for games now that is mature content and mortal Kombat has firmly set in that m rating for the most part in all of its games since you know when the movie comes out they wanted to appeal to the kids so tell your folks buy me bonestorm or go to hell Bonestorm or go to hell. Bart? Young man, in this house we use a little word called please. All the kids who got to play it and fell in love with it before their mothers screamed at them. And be able to get them into theaters. Right. Yeah, what? I mean, when buy me Bonestorm or go to hell. (laughs) That's what it comes down to. (laughs) But I'll be honest. I mean, they did a pretty good job with making it pretty intense and pretty creepy. Not good enough. And I, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. I understand why this is on your list. This I've had it on my honorable mentions just because I wanted to talk about it. Um, I wasn't sure if it would be on your list, but um, you know. And you're right. It's obviously should have, could have been a rated R movie. I know why they made it PG-13. I think it would have been so much more. Um, I mean, this this would have been legendary as far as like all time right? top ten movies probably oh for me personally on my personal <laughs> as a kid, list. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah without For nostalgia question. watches. I mean, without question, um, exactly. What do you think um, James did have? That. What do you think James Wan's is going to be rated? Unfortunately, I really do think it's going to be PG thirteen. Fuck, I swear. Dude. I can't. 
I don't even you, want to say it. I, I feel do, like, I felt sick in my stomach saying that, but like it's. I'm literally I, like when I play Mortal Kombat 11, I'm literally cutting people in half. I'm bifurcating them from head to crotch, and like I'm seeing their their like all of their viscera inside. Like it's so it's so cathartic <laughs> to go play <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11 and and do a fatality on people. It's so bloody. It's so disgusting, but it's just so cathartic. And to not get that in the movie i i feel like it betrays the property that they're that they're bringing to the screen and that's why i think it should have been rated r i understand i understand i mean i i i'm very curious to see what kind of approach they do Not very so curious especially since the, they did that kind of uh casting the casting is a little uh offbeat so it makes me wonder like okay are they gonna save money i think it's like the original where it's where it's more unknowns um and i'm okay with right. that if they're going to save money on that and then just go hard on putting money into effects and right. really it's, make it brutal and violent. And some of the be, casting, awesome. they, went f- they went for martial artists, which I like. Yeah, so. I would, no, no doubt. All right, Jay, uh, before we get to your number one, what is your honorable mentions? All right, well, as I just said, I had Mortal Kombat on there, and I also had um, Jaws okay, and Jurassic World fallen kingdom that is also on my honorable mentions and uh finally terminator genesis yeah um, you know i mean why genesis why not terminator salvation because i feel like that's the one see that had the most potential to be a good film because it was um wait that was the the bail one right that's the christian bale and yes. uh anton yelkin so one. That is because I think they did a pretty good job with keeping it dark and brutal as a PG-13 movie. I think it was just a badly written story. I think that was the problem. I don't think it had anything to do with the rating. I think it was mainly because of the script. Confession time. I really enjoy Terminator Salvation. Seriously, man, you and me, we're fucking done professionally. I know that might lose me some some cred. I, I mean, it's, I, I really I, enjoy that movie. I to like be honest, it. A I'm a one bit. and doneer. I saw it in theaters and I was pretty uh, disappointed. I was like, eh, I, I like might it. have maybe memory serves maybe like a C plus at the <sighs> time when I first saw it. Eh, I'm not much um, higher. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm like a B on it, but I mean, like I I still enjoy it though. Like I mean, for for me, my Terminator. I haven't go, rewatched it. I maybe I should. Maybe I should rewatch it. To my be my Terminators go Terminator Two, Terminator, Terminator Salvation, and then I guess Dark Fate over Rise of the Machines, and then mm. Genesis. You know, uh, fuck it. Why, why try to figure it? every the whole Terminator thing is the whole T two is just not worth your time really, um, unless you're like me and 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 you do like cheesy b movies like terminator salvation <laughs> more on that on my number one we'll get to that <laughs> soon <laughs> is that it for your honorable mentions man yep. all right so my honorable mentions i'll start with uh jurassic world fallen kingdom and here's here's why it's that like i we'll, we'll go through some of some of your listener feedback over on twitter some people uh gave their list and a few people said jurassic world and I don't think Jurassic World should have been rated R because it's paying homage to Jurassic Park. So much of it of its story is beat for beat what the Jurassic story, Park was. Yeah, the story wasn't written for that. Um, right. If they're saying that they wanted a Jurassic Park-esque rated R movie, I get you. I hear you. 
But right. that was not what they that wrote. That was not it. Like, that's right. not the story. Like it was not even close. And to that. And then you have the kids in it as well. But the the yeah. one that I felt like should have been rated R is Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom because it is this gothic horror, right? It's a monster movie in a house. It's set up and more that way. Yeah. It's right. It's very dark in tone and stuff. Very very different than than the original one. And they hired a horror director for it. Mm-hmm. And I, I I do feel like I. I would have feared the dinosaurs more in that movie had there had been more of a showing of of their violent nature. You know what I mean? Well, I, I feared the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. I didn't need that to be rated R. It was PG-13. It, it, it was fine at PG-13. Um, and, and so were the rest of the Jurassic Park movies. But for some reason, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, just with its dark tones and its gothic horror you know, nature to it, I felt like that might have been better as at rated R. Um, but my other ones, uh, rounding out my honorable mentions, Tremors, uh, which was PG-13 back in the day, mm-hmm. Venom, Jay, which uh, I don't know if Venom oh being- Oh my re- God, I completely forgot about Venom. I don't know if Venom <laughs> would have been improved being rated R with all the reshoots and the, and, and the script rewrites and everything like that. Uh, but when you're telling a story about an anti-villain who literally eats- some of the people that he fights against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel like I need to see that um, consumption in some sort of bloody horrific fashion. <laughs> yeah, there's a good chance that might have been on my list. I, right. I completely forgot about Venom. Suicide Squad, uh, which you had on your list. And finally, Jay, this one, which I had to look this up, and I couldn't believe that this was actually PG-13. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills, skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Taken. Like, I love Taken. Taken is PG thirteen. And it's brutal. And that's a brutal fucking movie. It's and a that, brutal that, PG thirteen, but it's, just it's, imagine it's very similar to Split, where like that subject matter is fucked. Like right. it is dark. It is so dark. So and just it could imagine, have gone places even uh, darker. So many more places. So many more oh, places. Jeez. Oh, right, so that rounds out my honorable mentions. Uh I, I, I was I was literally flabbergasted when I looked it up and I was like, oh shit, Taken is PG thirteen. How? <laughs> That's how it got so popular. How? Yeah, exactly. Uh but anyway, Jay. All those thirteen uh, year olds are like shaking in their boots to go <laughs> fly to Europe now. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta end backpacking on your senior year, oh on your gap God. year. No more, no, yeah, no more backpacking through Europe and staying. And, in and of course, like year. it probably turned on some girls as well. So that's probably why some girls went to, you know. Whoa, that, whoa, whoa! Are you saying I, some girls want to be drugged, raped, and sold into sex slavery? It's a fantasy fetish. Yeah. A fantasy fetish, but yeah. a fantasy fetish means you want to role play it in the bedroom. You don't want to go to Europe and be kidnapped, drugged. Yeah, but I think they're being optimistic. They're like <laughs> they're 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 playing fantasy optimistic. Like you know, they're like no, okay, Jay, it's a it, it's a hot fantasy. A girl will hire you from Bumble to to fulfill her fantasy. She won't go. She won't go to I Europe. Think it's and actually going to happen to them. They want the they want the, the the adrenaline rush. They think it will happen. No, they won't. Maybe, but but they don't want it to really happen. Oh my god! It's, a, it's <laughs> just a fantasy. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Just keep it in the show. Just keep oh, it sorry. in the show. Are, are, are it, you saying not? that women who go to Europe on vacation are like are, are secretly hoping that no. they are kidnapped by a guy from the Eastern Bloc who is going in to the back rape of their them mind? They like the fantasy of it. They like the fantasy idea of it happening. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can we get away from the subject, please? Yeah, uh, please. Let's <laughs> let's please. Yeah, don't get me started. That's a that's a Patreon episode <laughs> shit. Like we're, we're we're diving we're diving deep right now. <laughs> Jay, what is what is your number one, Mister? Uh, thinks every woman I, wants to be raped. Stop. <laughs> See now, now you said that I did not say that. What is your fantasy? That's what I like. I feel like this is your fantasy, and you're bleeding it into the podcast. Oh god! No. All right, man. What's what? What's your number one? I'm actually wondering if we have the same fucking franchise right now. My number one: Live Free or Die Hard. McLean, stay with me. Dad. When your tombstone, it's read always in the wrong place. At the wrong time. <laughs> How about you uh, It is not my number one. It's Ooh, not even on my list. I don't even like mentions. that. I don't even like that movie. <sighs> oh. Okay. Agreed. I, it would have been a better movie if it was rated R. Okay. But I the reason. Okay. This the reason why it's my number one. I like this movie a lot. I am that person who does like this movie. And it is a goddamn sin that it's fucking PG-13 because it should be rated R. It's the franchise that should be rated R. It started rated R. It always was rated R. It should have stayed rated R. And it would have been better and more enhanced if it was rated Jay, R. Here's how I know you're right in, in putting this as your, as your number one because I was the guy. This is one of the few movies I've walked out of the theater on. What? Yep. Really? So when he said "Yippee Kaye, mother," and they cut oh. out the fucker part, yeah, I yeah. and this is I'm not bullshitting. I'm not lying. I walked out of the theater. I can, I can see that actually. <laughs> you get one fuck in PG thirteen, and you couldn't allow him to say "Yippee Kaye, motherfucker." Like that's it. He gets a yeah. fuck, but he can't say "fucker." No, yeah. I'm I'm sorry. This was just a cash grab bullshit thing. And what what child? Like what? What kid between the ages of 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 thirteen and eighteen back in the day when this came out? What was this like? Two thousand six, two thousand seven, two thousand seven, two thousand seven. Like what kid was like nostalgic for fucking Die Hard when the last one came out ten years ago in nineteen ninety seven when they were fucking in diapers? Like, why was this PG thirteen, and who was it PG thirteen for? You know what, Jay? I'm I'm in agreement with you. Yeah, this this should be on your list because it angered me so much, so much. Yeah, but I and, I, and, I, I I did dislike this movie a fair but, bit. Well, so see the the reason why this is my number one is because you know I do love the franchise um, as a whole. I mean, is from what like the start of it, like a one in three. Um, I don't uh, say I don't care what you say. Uh, number three is the best one. Fight me. Uh, no, I, I I'm I'm right there with you, man. I mean that's like that's it's a contention. I mean one of three I love. Now number three would be Live Free or Die Hard. I I actually really like this movie, and it's for a PG thirteen movie. It's a great PG thirteen movie. However, knowing the fact that it's a fucking Die Hard movie and the 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 atrociousness of the watered down. Aspect of it all is was like a, a knife to the heart. You know, it was so wrong. It was so fucking. I, you know, I feel your pain because I took a personal too. Um, I just didn't. I just didn't go 
the other way with it where you just completely lampooned it and you're like fuck you this fuck this movie blah 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 um because i think the movie was actually well done if your main character's catchphrase requires <laughs> an r rating then don't make a pg-13 movie i i hear you i hear you but again this is my point. It should have been rated R. I also hated all the techno babble bullshit that, See, that came liked, along with that I movie. I liked all that. I think it was very uh, hip on the time, and it's still relevant to this day. The cyber terrorism stuff is a real, and it could still happen any day. It's overdone at this point. It's overdone. I, I got enough of it, but by the time that uh, Fast 8 was doing it, I, I was I was over it, or F8, or Fate of the 8, or whatever the fuck. See, I... Uh, Fast and Furious doesn't even count for me. <laughs> Fuck that franchise. It's just a parody of everything that's ever existed. Oh, I just can't even. Yeah, no. I still, I still love that franchise. I know. Uh, but the the thing that I took away from this movie that I did like, it's Timothy Oliphant. I love him in everything. I can't help it. No, oh, <laughs> he's just he's just I adorable. Such an I just adorable motherfucker. I know. Love him. I'd let him enter my wife. You know a word that is not used very often anymore? Cuckold. I'm a cuckold. <laughs> wow. I, I, I'm sure you would just watch with adoration. I'd film it for sure. I know you would. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jay, I, I 100% agree with you. I left it off my list because it's just not a movie that I like particularly. So, um, And my number one, Jay, is probably a movie that you don't like. And you probably think that it wouldn't have been improved by a rated R rating. But I 100% think that it would have been. And it's two franchises that were faded way back in like 1992 to come to the screen together. You take Xenomorphs from Aliens and you take Yuxia from Predators, from Predator, and you put them together <laughs> and you make them verse each other. <laughs> what a piece of me, you ugly son of a bitch! Yeah. Growing up, you, you I, I loved Predator, and I even enjoyed Predator 2, and I'm nostalgic for Predator 2, and I like Predator 2. Understanding it's not a good movie, I still like Predator 2, and nothing made me geek out more as a kid than seeing a, in Predator 2, when he's putting a human skull into his skull collection, and you see a xenomorph skull right there next to it, and I went, oh, same universe. Love it. Love it. And of course, the comic books took that and they ran with it. And we got Alien versus Predator comic books where it turns out that predators were breeding aliens or xenomorphs on on planets so that they could hunt them and they had this big backstory for it you know you, you could only become a a chief or something like that a war chief if you had led a hunt and you took them to uh, to an alien queen and 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 you made your your kill of an alien queen then you, you then you could become a chief like they put a backstory to it in the comic books and even you know the I forget what they called them. They didn't call them xenomorphs or alien in in the predator language. They basically called them hard skin, like like or or you know hard bodies. And it was like their favorite thing to hunt. It was the most dangerous game to them. So then we come to the early two thousands, and I find out that we're getting an alien versus predator movie. So I'm a kid who loves the alien films, loves the predator films. Sure, read the comic books. And now I'm getting a movie about it and I'm, I'm in problem is it's PG 13 and 
it's based off of two franchises that are firmly hard R rated, and we get the downplayed version. I mean, were you scared going into conflict. it? Like, were you worried going into it because it was PG thirteen, or were no, you just not thinking about that? I didn't think the way I think now. You know, right, 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 right. You know, I just wanted it to be a good movie, and I still like this movie. I do like this movie, um, and I won't apologize for it. I think it's fun. I I, I love the concept of it. I think it's cheesy, and, and I think it definitely could have been done better. I think you, if you got anybody else, but Anderson to do it, you know, the the guy who directed all of the Resident Evil films. I think if you got anyone else to do it besides him, it probably would have been better also but i think the thing that really kept it from being something that people still enjoy more and and talk about more more so than just laughing at it as they do is if you made it rated r because you have xenomorphs which existed in an r rating and you have predators which existed in an r rating you put them together and somehow you know a positive and a positive becomes a negative and you make it pg-13 i can't abide that the dude cannot abide that (laughs) they pee on my rug they pee on your fucking rug pee on my fucking rug that's right dude I just think it would have been better, man. I just think it. Yeah. I, I just think you know, if you added the blood and the gore, and you uh, uh, you just added that that level of depth and that uh, level of fear to, to it. Yeah, you know, that's, right. that's the world that it's supposed to be lived in. But at the time, Fox was making X Men films, and PG thirteen X Men films were making Fox a fucking mint. You know, they 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 saw the writing on the wall, and they're like, kids will see this, and they were right. I don't know how much money that movie made. I'm not even going to look it up because I know it's not a whole lot. It may have been, it, it was enough for them to give it, to, to listen to the fans and give it a rated R sequel. But that was so fucking trash. <laughs> like Alien versus Predator Requiem is unsavable. You can't give that uh, uh, an NC-17 or an X rating and make it better. You know, it was just so bad from from, from yeah. Jump Street. But it's almost AVP, like you can't even talk about it. It's not even- right. AVP could go up an entire letter grade. It could go from a C or a C plus to a B minus or a B. You know, it, it could go somewhere with it. But it is what I, it is. I hear Alien it, versus Predator, I, I lament to this day. I understand. Was not rated R. I mean, those movies are not my cup of tea. No, and, and I know uh, that. I know that. And you know that. So, yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, we have completely different number ones, which is great. I mean, I think all of the other movies on our list was pretty much on our list or honorable mentions. Um, they're just kind of shuffled around a little differently. And we have completely different one number ones. And, you know, I still feel like they should do a split movie. <laughs> <laughs> or a version or a different kind of story but similarly you know story-wise like split but like a rated r indie movie <laughs> all right Jay, you ready to get into our question of the week let's do it you could ask yourself a question do i feel lucky well do you punk it just raises too many questions excuse me I'd like to ask you a few questions. The answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. All right, because of this top five, I reached out to everybody on Twitter and I asked them, our next top five, Dave and Jay will be doing the top five movies that should have been rated R. What is one movie you think would have been better R-rated? Steampunk Link said, I was going to suggest The Crow. 
but I just realized it actually was rated R. Been a while since I've watched it, but I feel like that movie could have slid into the PG-13 territory today easily. And I, I actually agree with that. I think if that was rated today, it might have been PG-13. I don't I, I, I don't remember anything being too bad in that movie to, to give it the R rating that it deserved. But it's been a while since I've seen The Crow. Yeah, no, I understand. And I think it is worthy. Um, I, I fully get that. That's a good choice. Shaking that nerd. This uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this is coming from Duty, possibly Ian. Maybe maybe it's coming from uh, Fuzzy Dan. Maybe it's coming from both. A- anybody three. else over there on the Shaking Not Nerd podcast? Look, listen to the Shaking Not Nerd podcast. It's a ton of fun. One of my favorite podcasts to listen to. They said Wolverine Origins. Imagine an Origins film for Wolverine with some brutality. Would have been more like Logan. And I see, I, I just don't agree with that. I, I, I don't think that that script could have been any better. I agree, you know, Dave. It was yeah, awful. I, I mean, I understand. I think I understand where they're coming from. Um, where, like I said, like an X Men, I mean, um, a Wolverine origin movie should have been rated R. But the that movie, the way it was written, would not have been saved being rated R. What were they thinking? Said Spawn. And okay. I agree with that because um, yeah, Sp- and they're actually redoing Spawn movie, and they are. I'm not sure if that's rated R or not. We'll see if that gets off the ground. That's been it's been in the works for for quite some time. I think me sure. and you reported on that news wise like almost a year ago, uh, yes. maybe even before that. We've heard nothing really new on it since. But now I agree. Like the Spawn comics, you know, from Image Comics in the early '90s, Todd McFarlane leaves Marvel, goes and starts his own comic book company, and the whole point of that company was to was to push the genre was to be edgy the you know the 90s edgy to be extreme you know spawn being rated pg-13 kind of goes against everything that image comics stood for and created the character for busted limes over on twitter said venom yeah ryu because yeah said twitter I'm not even sure if I understand this this comment. Twitter should be rated R. Twister? Maybe they mean Twister and it just autocorrected them to Twitter. I don't know. But their answer reads Twitter. So okay. I'm going to read that off. Uh, Chris <laughs> Brayton from I Like to Light Things says, Jurassic World, it would have eliminated all the kid stuff and they could have made it a true action horror. Obviously, they were there were other flaws, but yeah. this way they wouldn't have done half measures. And while I agree with Chris's sentiment, I, I, I did counter him with, with both sure. mine and your sentiments. And, and we kind of broke that World. down in our top five yeah. already. Top five podcast said, dude, where's my car? I mean, really? I I, 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 I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you made it rated R. That was R, a surprising choice. Yeah, if you make it rated R and you have uh, Sean William Scott in it, you're you're just trying to do I American like Pie ex- with two dumb exactly. guys? I feel like it would just feel come across a little too the, so Here's the thing about much, Dude, Where's much. My Car? It's it's a juvenile movie that worked when we were juveniles and we're nostalgic sure. for it, so it works now. But making it rated R then, it would have been seen as sophomoric crass. and juvenile crass. and like stupid. Crass. Right. Yeah, yeah. World Salad Radio said The Lion King, The Sound of Music, and Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's 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 just spamming us he's just fucking with I mean, us i mean it's okay all right Inspired. i did i did counter yeah. him and say i think willy wonka and the chocolate factory would have been better as rated r 
<laughs> just think about Willy Wonka as like this murderous chocolatier who's oh. drowning fat German kids in, <laughs> in a river of chocolate. <laughs> it's probably the reality of what he does anyway. Right. Yeah. Just just imagine the Oompa Loompas sticking poor little fat Augustus Gloom on a spit and roasting him over the fire as <laughs> other children walk by. <laughs> what do you think of that (laughs) i don't like the looks of it (laughs) (laughs) i would take a rated r i would take a rated r willy wonka i think i I think that would be that's what tim burton should have done yeah i think that would have been (laughs) that would be a fucked up cocaine fueled adventure (laughs) i'm on board uh, and then VHS, uh, via VHS, countered my uh, R-rated Willy Wonka idea and said, have you heard the whole theory about Snowpiercer being a sequel to Willy Wonka? And I, I haven't, Wes, but I'm intrigued. So, Would you like to know more? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Peter Greenwood Show said, RoboCop 3, trying to make a RoboCop family-friendly movie was never going to work. True. But Lord, did they try? And yeah, I uh, you know I, I I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, good choice. Good when choice. you when you when you look back at RoboCop and RoboCop Two and how bloody they were and how the the hyper violence was was done in a purposeful manner and stuff like that to then neuter it and make the third one PG thirteen, you're you're betraying your own franchise, which is what my entire argument was for avp and and mortal Kombat, and and mine with uh diehard yeah exactly sisters who seen it said while the dark knight trilogy was wildly amazing we really do wonder how much more amazing they could have been with r ratings especially the dark knight and I, I, i'm hesitant to touch uh, this one because yeah, i i did not want to touch this one either i don't think the dark knight would have been improved with uh, because it I was agree. a strong story, a strong script with strong ideals, yeah. adding a few fucks and some blood and stuff like that really wouldn't have improved this movie yeah. whatsoever. It You're, is PG thirteen done right. It didn't betray its own ideals I, I to be PG thirteen. No, I hundred percent agree. And the only one that we that was in the works was a Darren Aronofsky rated R one. Yes, um, that was being developed, and that was pre Nolan. And we we already talked about that. Uh, you can go back and listen to our our episode where we discussed Batman Begins' 15 year anniversary episode. Me and Jay discussed all of the start and stops, all of the films that were in development between Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. and Batman Begins. It's it, it was our road to Batman Begins. We discussed the Darren Aronofsky one and that. So you can go back and listen to episode number two. 16 entitled Batman Begins 15 year anniversary and canceled Batman movies plus a review for Becky. So if you haven't seen Becky, you can go check out a review on that episode as well. So I want to thank everybody who reached out to me on Twitter and let us know their picks for movies that yeah, would have that been was better fun. if they were rated R. Yeah, I liked a lot of the choices and uh, some I think I understand where they're coming from and, and some some were just fucking trolling us, I think. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind being trolled. It's fun sometimes. But we had a, a new review on iTunes, Dave, that we got to read off and... Uh... <laughs> Read that shit out, sir. I love new reviews. So this is from Blonde But Only Kinda Dumb. I'm in a very fragile state. Is this a five-star review? It is. Oh, thank God. 
<laughs> at, at, at least I'm not going to have a heart attack reading something. Five stars. It, oh, yes. Thank you. Five fucking stars. Headlined, funny as hell. Who? I mean, who's funny? Me funny? Jay funny? From, Which one's funny? Well, I don't know. From blonde, but only kind of dumb. I mean, like, 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 what, what kind of funny? I mean, am I funny because I try to be funny, or is, or is Jay funny because it's sad? Because, because I think Jay's funny because he's sad. Like, Jay is Jay's a dark comedy. His sure. entire life is a dark comedy. It's, it's, it's fucking hilarious. Look, take it as you will, but her only description is kind of nonsensical. True, but Sometimes. I like that guy Jay's voice. Oh <laughs> man, and that's Jay. it. That's the whole fucking review. So I like you it. Know. What Jay, do you, what do you say think? something. Say something sexy for her. In like, I know. I think. I in like think your I sexiest sexy. voice, but like you know, don't mm. try too hard because that that comes off as not sexy. That yeah. becomes creepy. So I mean, just just say something. Well, blonde, but only kind of dumb. I don't think you're dumb. I think you're quite smart and also funny as hell. So thank you for your review. I'm not gonna lie. Anybody who thinks Jay, anyone who thinks that Jay <laughs> has something good to say, I question your intelligence. I'm just gonna say that right now. <laughs> Put me on the spot. She, she didn't say that you said smart things. She she well, said you. She said she likes true. the way your voice sounds. True. And so, that's it. So I mean, she she didn't comment on the dumb shit that comes out of your mouth or the dumb shit that comes out of my We're mouth. We're funny as hell. So <laughs> hey, maybe maybe my voice helps her go to sleep at night. Maybe that's what it is. anyway if you would like to reach out to us on social media and uh, answer some of our question of the weeks or comment on anything that we say on the show you can reach me on twitter at supermoviepod you can reach me on facebook supermoviebros podcast on Instagram, Super Movie Bros, and Twitter, J underscore SMB. And of course, we love reading reviews on the show. So if you would like to leave us a five-star review for us to read on the show, please do like Dumb Blonde did, or Blonde, but not definitely not smart. Blonde, or- but only kind of dumb. <laughs> There you go. Blonde, but only kind of dumb. You can be like them and get over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. That's what helps us grow. That's what helps us get seen. And uh, I, I implore anybody who's listened to to a more than one episode of Super Movie Bros to do that because that's the one thing you can do to really show your support for Super Movie Bros. But also, if you're really enjoying the show and you want more Super Movie Bros content, you can head over to our Patreon. And for just $1 a month, you can can get all of our Patreon additional content over there. Uh, that's patreon.com slash bros. The past two Patreon episodes were uh, me and Jay recounting some of our craziest oh, summer so vacation good. stories. Um, and most recently, me and Jay talked about times we almost died, which was uh a lot of fun. I actually yeah. had a lot of fun. Last that. the well, last couple of episodes were a lot of fun. So yeah. and and for our Patreon listeners, if you haven't checked your inbox, go check it out. And if you haven't listened to the episodes yet, because those are some goodies, I'll tell you, they're, yeah, they're we, a lot of we fun. We also do exclusive movie cocktails over there from time to time, and we we do do exclusive top fives as well. But sometimes me and Jay just get on and we shoot the shit and tell old stories from years past, just like every old gent does. But that's gonna do it for Super Movie Brothers this week. I want to thank all of you for listening. Have a great one. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.